Welcome to The Reflect, a podcast featuring a unique introspection in each episode. In this episode, Bournour Ilalova, International Development Specialist at Indiana University, reflects on the connections between spirituality and parenting. For her, parenting and spirituality are the most complementary notions of being, because in both states, one is relying on the unknown and the unseen. In searching for wisdom of the unknown, Purnur strives to meet the needs of her children while ensuring their well-being. I heard that in some traditions, people believe that when you get married, you get closer to Allah. That somehow you actually function on the basis of the needs of outside of yourself. I don't think I've manifested that in my relationship with my husband, in part because I can just hear him quietly say, if that were the case, then how come he alone has spent 16 years figuring out the needs, as I like to call myself, of his favorite woman on earth? So, in my case, the saying doesn't entirely hold true, but I think there is merit to that idea that a relationship can bring you closer to Allah. For me, this has been the case in my journey of parenting, because parenting truly shatters oneself into tiny little pieces from the time of conception to forever. Let's take pregnancy, for example. It is one of the most spiritual experiences I can think of. Everyone involved relies on the unknown, patiently waiting for the process to take its course. No one is able to rush the process. I think this is the most outside of the human control experience, most certainly I've ever had. Of course, a mother is encouraged to eat well and exercise and take good care of herself. The doctors monitor the process. Partners show support. Everyone shares the joy and the desire for life. But no one really at any point has control of the process. Alhamdulillah, I've been blessed with this experience multiple times. During our first pregnancy, I formulated a prayer, not something specific to the practice of our faith. I really don't recall being introduced uh, to it by anyone else before. But all of a sudden, I was pleading with Allah that whoever this child may be, I want to be the right person for them, the right parent that they may need. Days and nights, I begged that whatever I do or whatever I say be just what the child needs. My husband and I had never had a conversation about how we were to raise our children as far as their spirituality is concerned. We both come from very diverse and interfaith environments. We had just moved to the United States when we became parents. We built a small community of friends as we worked on our degrees at Indiana University together. One of our friends was an Islamic studies professor originally from Turkey, whose lectures we attended regularly. When he received the news that Karim was born, he came to visit at the hospital, and he performed a ritual. He leaned toward Karim's right ear and recited the adhan, softly, just enough for us to hear. When Rahim was born six years later, in Indiana, we had another friend, a woman from Iran, who came to the hospital and did the exact same thing. She recited the Adhan in Rahim's right ear. 
I perceived both of these moments as gestures of support on the part of our friends, because it was clearly very important to them, and we were very grateful. I didn't really focus on what that meant for my children, because both times we had really not expected it. What I wanted the most in both of those cases, and I still do, is to be the right person for my boys. After all, even though I am their parent and share an intimate link with them, they're not actually mine. From the beginning, so much of how they came is not known to me. I don't even know who they will become. So the best thing I can do is pray that I be what they need when they need it. Being in this state of mind, orienting myself to consistently seek support and guidance and fulfilling my obligation as a parent helps me understand two things. Their spiritual life is not up to me. It is their journey. And that if I truly believe in Allah, I must believe that there is more than what I can understand and trust that I will be steered in the right direction, inshallah. Therefore, when it comes to the spiritual journey, my children are actively guiding me as as they make sense of the world around them. I try not to have strict or set definitions for everything. Of course, I derive from my own belief system, keeping in mind the differences in traditions and cultures. Over the years living in the States, I find that parenting in this context requires a certain level of creativity. I don't think we have a formula. Both Sukhrob and I recognize that children are spiritual beings and we're comfortable with letting them guide us. I think of it as a freestyle dance. You pick your moves based on the next beat, and when it all comes together, we listen to the boys telling us their version of their story as believers. All four of us are learning to recognize Allah's presence, the creation, and ourselves in it. I think what works for us in navigating spirituality is leveraging moments of joy. Moments of laughter as we experience an occasion such as a darbar or when we discuss involvement of our family members in the institutional work or when simply offering and receiving good wishes on different occasions, infusing spiritual aspects of our faith such as a prayer. Allowing my children to show me their path works for me because each of my two children have such different ways of understanding the world. I find it fascinating that Rahim is most likely to reflect on the existence of Allah more outwardly, whereas Karim internalizes a lot deeper, but isn't one to speak about it. Around the age of six, Karim was able to name each god from the Greek mythology. He seemed to try to understand the need for recognizing a higher being and talked about why humans are prone to looking for answers beyond themselves. Rahim will often reflect on the idea of believing in Allah. He's interested in learning about the diversity of thought and interpretation. As many of other children, our kids love stories. Stories of their grandparents, for example. We also have a favorite literary character known as Mulana Sardin. Many ethical and value-based discussions happen as a result of one of Mullah's stories. Parenting in itself is a spiritual practice. I have to admit, on a regular basis, that I don't know the way. And I'm always open to the mystery and revelation.
More and more I acknowledge that I don't own my children, and through them I undoubtedly see and feel the presence and tremendousness of God. I tell myself that I'm doing the best I can and ask for Allah's intersection in moments of tension and conflict. I look forward to learning and getting closer to Allah as I watch Rahim and Karim make meaning for themselves. Because like Rahim recently said, Mama, I know Allah is everywhere and Allah made everything. I just don't know how Allah does it. For fresh episodes of The Reflect, visit our website at the.ismaili slash thereflect. Did you know The Ismaili now has a podcast? You can find this series along with much more by searching for The Ismaili Podcast on all major podcast platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Just subscribe for new episodes.